from the Library of Congress in Washington, D.C. This is Guy Molinar at the Library of Congress. Late September will mark the 13th year that book lovers of all ages have gathered in Washington to celebrate the written word at the Library of Congress National Book Festival. The festival, which is free and open to the public, is two days this year, Saturday, September 21st, and Sunday, September 22nd. The festival will take place between 9th and 14th Streets on the National Mall, rain or shine. Hours are 10 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. on Saturday the 21st and noon to 5.30 p.m. on Sunday the 22nd. For more details, visit www.loc.gov bookfest. And now it is my pleasure to introduce Sheila Miyoshi Yager, whose latest book is titled Brothers at War, The Unending Conflict in North Korea. Sheila Miyoshi Yager is Associate Professor of East Asian Studies at Oberlin College, where she is also the Director of East Asian Studies. Sheila, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, you're welcome. What was the motivation for writing this book? Well, in 2007, uh, I was asked to do a book project on the Korean War, and I decided that it was a worthy project because at the time I was doing policy issues um, as a visiting professor at the U.S. Army War College. And, you know, it really became apparent that in order to, like, appreciate the contemporary Korean situation, we really had to understand the history of the two Koreas, really going back to the division in 1945. So that's really the basic um, reason. But I also wanted to write a book that was not just not just a, a political and military history of the war, um, but also to include you know, social, cultural history of the war, as well as the perspective of all the major players, that is, United States, North and South Korea, of course, and China. And it was also evident to me that I had to take the the history of the war beyond 1953 because, you know, the war, as everyone knows, ended in an armistice and not a peace treaty. So it continued, in a sense, to influence world events. So in this sense, I wanted, you know, I think my book is sort of distinct from other books on the war, on the Korean War, because I situate the war within this sort of large regional context, but I also take the war um, beyond 1953. I see. That sounds excellent. Um, you call your book The Unending Conflict. What does that mean for us today? Well, I think what it means is that, you know, sort of by taking this expansive chronological perspective, I wanted to show how the war continued to affect the region as well as the world. That it, that, and, and, and the way I structure the book is really sort of in four parts. And, and, I, and I, I show, in a sense, that there are four distinct kinds of wars Nevertheless, they're linked. But that because it never ended, uh, the war constantly impacts um, impacts the region, as we just saw, for example, uh, this past spring, right? Correct. In fact, last March, North Korea said it was nullifying the 1953 armistice that ended the Korean War. How significant is that? Hasn't North Korea, in essence, been acting for quite some time as though the armistice never existed? Well, uh, it... It is never acted in the sense that the armistice never existed. Of course, um, a, a war, and the armistice has prevented a fighting war a, a, from breaking out on the peninsula. Um, the fact that it, it actually said that it wanted to nullify or it had nullified the armistice isn't actually new. Um, but it, but uh, as I think my book shows, is that this this constant belligerence back and forth between North Korea, between North and South, is a constant, has been a constant really since 1953. 
so what, what North Korea really was doing last spring isn't ex- any really, not that much different than what we saw, for example, during the 1960s, when North Korea actually took more uh, decisive action. In 1968, for example, it attempted to assassinate President Park Sang-hee in South Korea. It also attempted again, it's just another assassination attempt in 74, um, another assassination attempt in 83, lots of terrorist attempts. So it, it, what happened really last spring, I mean, our sort of memory is, is short, but it goes really way back, um, basically to the late 1960s. What about the recent belligerent actions of the new North Korean leader, Kim Jong-un? How is that affecting North Korea's relationships with China? Well, I mean, of course, China is is very um, irritated with um, by North Korea, but I don't think that uh, it, you know China will never I will not allow really uh, North Korea to collapse because a North Korean collapse would simply be way too um, destabilizing for the region. So I I, I mean it, it will strain relations, but in the end, I think that that China will continue to try and shield. North Korea, while trying to also prevent uh, to promote incremental reforms of their of North Korea's economy. Do you ever envision an end to the conflict between North and South Korea? Can you ever see a day when the two might be reunited? Um, I, you know, that's a really interesting question because you know most most people think that uh, North and South Korea. I mean, the end point of the Korean War would be some kind of reconciliation between North and South. Uh, North and South Korea, but if you actually look at the internal polls, the interest in South Korea um, in unification has drastically waned. Um, in the 1980s, for example, the vast majority was in favor for it, um, but today among the younger generation, it's something like 20%. So while the young, you know, South Koreans talk about unification, the reality is that it's really going to, it's really probably too expensive. And um, among the younger generation, there's really a sense that they, did not, they don't need to give up anything um, for the North. So I think how the Korean War, at least the way I, I envision it, and, and I put this in my, on my epilogue, is that there will be some kind of, um, that China will, will slowly shield North Korea because it doesn't want the North Korean regime, because it doesn't want it to collapse, while promoting economic reforms. And that you, you're going to kind of see a kind of economic integration, in a sense, of with, with China and North Korea together, um, and that will eventually bring around, about, um, about the end of the Korean War. Okay. Well, we've been hearing from Sheila Miyoshi Yager, who will appear on Sunday, September 22nd, in the History and Biography Pavilion at the National Book Festival on the National Mall. Sheila, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for doing this, and we, I look forward to seeing you at the festival. Well, thank you. This has been a presentation of the Library of Congress. Visit us at loc.gov.